Man, rumors come out that Kevin Durant might retire. The Greek freak compliments the Windy City. Ben Simmons and the 76ers reach an agreement. And The Clinic celebrates our 100th episode. I'm Rosa Panta. This is The Clinic, all NBA podcasts. I have the three hooligans with me. JJ, how you living, my friend? Feeling good, feeling great. And I got to say, man, I missed all of us on the pod. We haven't had the yeah. five on the pod in a while. So what's up, my boys? The Fab Five is back. John, how you living, my friend? Yo, living great. Sorry, my dog just walked in. Scared scared the heck out of me, man. <laughs> happy 100th episode. Let's get it. Stella just wants to say happy 100th, man. Sammy, how you living, my friend? I'm good, man. As the uh, Jimmy King of this Fab Five, I'm enjoying my 15 minutes of fame in the sun here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please. All right, boys. Let's get right to it. Apparently... Mark Stein put out something out there. He said the most well-connected team's executives insisted that Kevin Durant was more apt to retire than play again for the Brooklyn Nets. And this made Twitter go absolutely crazy, okay? So crazy that Kevin Durant, being Kevin Durant, had to respond, right? Because he can't just sit there and relax. He said, I know most people will believe unnamed sources over me, but if it's anyone out there that'll listen, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Ish is comical at this point. Gentlemen, first off, did anyone believe this story by Mark Stein? Did anyone think that Kevin Durant was gonna retire? <laughs> That's about accurate right there. Yeah, uh. no, no one believed it. No one believed it. What do you guys think of Kevin Durant's response here? I mean, you have to think that out of everything that has been circulating, that he wouldn't respond. But the one thing that he did want to respond to is the thought of him retiring, which is funny enough, the one rumor that no one even cared or even thought would be true. So the fact that he responded to it kind of shows that everything else that's been in the public is true. Don't you think? Yeah, I think to a certain extent, that's true. But I mean, I don't know. When when this report came out, it did make me pause a little bit and think if he would actually retire. Like, just thinking about what he's been going through with, like, Kyrie Irving, what he's been going through with, like, the Nets in general. Maybe he's on, like, this downward spiral with the Warriors, thinking about mm-hmm. the Warriors. Like, just thinking maybe, maybe it's possible. But it seems like everyone is on the same train that this was this was false news well the only other thing about it that i just noticed from the other side of this is we've always talked about how leaks tend to come out because someone wants them to come out right we've all kind of come to that consensus if he's so adamant he wants to get out of there why why do you have to bother even saying anything like let it let it sit let it simmer for a few days and keep pressing the nets buttons if you clearly don't want to play there anymore but if you're shutting this down, if you're Kevin Durant and you're saying that I'm not retiring, then you are saying if the Nets don't trade me, I'm going to come to camp and play, which gives them back the leverage when he clearly wants to get out of there. That right. is correct. So, John, what do you think of do this? Anything for him. Yeah, John. I mean, are we, are we even remotely surprised that he responded? Of course he responded. He's Kevin Durant. He responds to almost <laughs> any single tweet that hashtag or 
mentions his name. So not really surprising. Mark Stein, though, it's an interesting report. I mean, if we're being honest, it's a really slow offseason. And I think that you see a lot of these reporters, a lot of, you know, pundits really trying to get some news, really trying to get some clicks. So, I mean, I'll take it with a grain of salt. But at the end of the day, he's 33 years old, KD, and, like, still has at least two or three, maybe two years, prime. He did come off two serious injuries, but still, he's been playing incredible after coming off his Achilles injury. So, yeah, I mean, I don't buy it. Yeah, I don't buy it either. But anyway, we're going to go to our next piece of news here. Ben Simmons and the 76ers have reached a settlement after basically half the year last year. Ben Simmons, as we all know, wasn't playing for whatever reason. Okay, whatever reason you want to you want to look up. But apparently, he lost about $20 million from his $33 million salary last year. And he wanted to gain most of it back. My first question is, how much do you think Ben Simmons actually settled for with the 76ers? Sammy, what do you think? I think they split it down the middle. If he wanted 20, I think he ended up with 10. That's where I'll use as the cutoff line. The next question is that, does he deserve this settlement? What do you two boys think? No. No. Of course not. <laughs> you gotta, Hell no. You gotta make your, you gotta work in order to get money, fool. Yeah. And I don't know what kind of lawyers he has, but. Well, as, as much as I would love, as much as I would love to agree with what JJ said, that's just not a reality. There are plenty of people in our country and abroad that don't do any work and make tons of money that they shouldn't make. Well, what if he had enough vacation time in his bank and was able to take 65 games off? I, I did find this report interesting just because we've heard around the NBA and we've heard from the vets that the whole CBA and this new agreement is very influential from what happened with Ben Simmons and they don't want this to happen again. So the fact that the NBA is trying their best to eliminate people like Ben Simmons sitting out and they're meeting halfway through a settlement, it is surprising to me because I thought they would want to make an example out of him. But settling with Ben Simmons, I think he kind of won the deal that he got money for not playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's probably just the, li- the litigation and the hassle and all of the just the process they probably just don't want to deal with it and philadelphia is probably just you know they're probably at at the end of their rope and just said you know what just give him what he wants or at least let's compromise and just be done with him they want to be done with ben simmons they don't want to see him miss another three and they don't want to see him not take a wide open layup (laughs) in a crucial playoff game that's not like any of those things happen though of course this speculation is Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Sammy. Okay, so I was going to say, related to this, I'm really curious to see how the league and the Players Association addresses this in the next CBA. So CBA expires in a couple years. There's an opt-out that the league and the players can choose to exercise by December of this year. We know this is a topic among the owners and probably some of the Players Association of players sitting out, missing games without, let's call it a defined reason that relates to encore play. Leave it at that, right? 
So is this going to be enough of a sticking point between this load management, whatever else, to actually cause a lockout or a strike? Or are they going to find a consensus in terms of this area and then actually related to our prior topic, players asking out after signing a new deal when they have right. three, four years left? I'm very curious to that too, because I think this relates directly to the CBA and how the league looks going forward and how they address this. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do want to say that I think it's kind of funny. I wonder if James Harden is like sitting back like, is this is this what they did with my extra money <laughs> that I gave away this year? They, they paid Ben Simmons. Anyway, we are going to take a short little break with a word from our sponsor. College football is back. It's time to enjoy the tradition, the fun, and the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. To celebrate the best time of the year, right now new customers can bet just $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets instantly. Win or lose. Wow. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN, bet just $5 on college football, and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code TBPN. Wow. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line at 1-800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. One per new customer, minimum $5 deposit and wager, $200 issued as $825 free bets. Man, that was a mouthful, but big up, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to our next topic. Giannis Anadokupo said he does not rule out the possibility of playing for Chicago in the future. And I'm sure that raises a few eyebrows, mostly in Milwaukee, that he said, down the line, you never know. Maybe I'll play for Chicago. But right now, I'm committed to Milwaukee. Now, some people may overreact, some may not. My, my question for you guys is this. Giannis is kind of a stand-up guy, at least in my eyes. He's very honest and open. Now, do you think that this is a kind of an ulterior motive move by Giannis to put the pressure on Milwaukee to stay competitive and to continue to build around him? Or do you think he's just being honest? When, he, when I don't know if somebody prompted him asked him this question or you just brought it up but I want to know what you guys think I think this was just a spur of the moment answer without ulterior motive but that's also maybe because Giannis seems so pure to me in the way he approaches the game and I don't want to shatter that image for myself so I don't know if he's <laughs> uh he's thinking already long term or not but that's how I read it I mean do you guys see something different I I see no lies when he started complimenting the Bulls franchise, also the city of Chicago, talking about how like they had probably like arguably the best player ever. I know in our eyes, at least everyone on this panel, we think Michael Jordan is the greatest ever. But I'm a Golden State Warrior fan. If Steph Curry said something like this, I think I would freak out a little bit, like on the inside, right? Like, I don't want my superstar player thinking about what ifs, right? What do you think, Jay? Yeah, definitely. And I do believe what, like, John alluded to, which was uh, he probably said this so that the Milwaukee Bucks don't get 
too comfortable and they still try to compete with him on the roster. You also have to think about the history between Chicago and Milwaukee. They're kind of rivals in real life, those two cities. People from Milwaukee, they leave to travel to Chicago. And people who live in Illinois, guess what? They go to Milwaukee. So it's kind of like this clash of uh, rivalries. It's almost like saying, hey, uh, I'm a SF Giants fan. I'm a San Francisco Giants fan, but one day to play for the Oakland A's would be pretty kind of cool since Ricky Henderson played there. I don't think any Giants fan would like that whatsoever. We're talking about baseball terms. Yeah, that's a great point. You know? Yeah, I don't. I mean, I, I just don't see. I don't know. Like Sammy said, I kind of have this image of Giannis, very honest, open, and very innocent. He has this innocence about him. So if this was a chess move, it's a great chess move on his part because nobody is going to expect it in that in that manner. You know what I mean? So interesting. But I will move on to our next topic here. So the NBA has finally released, well, not finally, but they've released the Christmas Day matchups for this year, 2022. And there are five of them. Now, I don't want to spend too much time on each game or each matchup, but I will go through them and I want to get your guys' thoughts on if the NBA got it right. Yes or no, and why or why not. So I'm going to go down the line and you guys could just jump right in. Starting at Milwaukee at the Celtics. They got it right. Yeah, great opener. Yeah, they got it right. Why or why not? Or why? We need to see Middleton play so then all the Boston Celtics fans and Milwaukee fans can't have that argument. What if Middleton played? Would they have made it to the finals? Yeah, I think everyone's looking at this like it would have been a playoff rematch if both teams were healthy, if they're healthy this this year. Right. Arguably the two best teams in the East. So definitely can't can't lose with that game. Yeah, I'm in agreement with you guys. All right, second game. The Philadelphia 76ers at the New York Knicks. Oh. I don't know what I think about this, to be honest. I wonder how they came up with this matchup. Like, I don't see any rivalries here, right? They just have no, to they, have a game at know. MSG every Christmas. They they definitely got this wrong. Yep. If they have, why if isn't they have it, a six- Why is that the Hawks, right? Well, the Hawks didn't make the playoffs last year. Oh, they did. I, oh, yeah, they did. They got, they got smacked through the first round. They did. So. Yeah, they, they, that happened, too. Yeah, uh, at, at least make it the Mavericks versus the Knicks and see Jalen Brunson play against his old team. Yeah. Or I Sixers think I at the Nets. Yeah. I would have I said 76ers versus the Nets, too, man. Agreed. Yeah. 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 So they definitely, got this, they definitely got this wrong, right? Yeah. Agreed? Yeah. Agreed. 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 Okay. Game three, the Phoenix Suns at the Denver Nuggets. Hell no. No. <laughs> They're wrong. I'm actually very intrigued by this game. I'm kind of intrigued. Okay, so wrong? we know it's wrong. JJ, then. why is it wrong? It's wrong because they should have had the Suns versus the Mavs so we could see redemption for Chris Paul and we okay. could see Luka try to embarrass the Suns again. And the Nuggets should have been playing or should be playing the Clippers. It's kind of outrageous that the Clippers are not even including Christmas Day. Kawhi, Paul George versus Jokic and Murray. 
Throwback yeah, to the bubble, I'll baby. Come you, on. Kawhi is really happy about that. Kawhi probably wants to take Christmas oh. Day off. I'm sure he's in a good mood when he saw this. <laughs> I, I agree, JJ. I mean, there are so many storylines I feel like they missed with the yeah. Suns. Oh. You know, and it, you know, I, I think they got this one wrong. Yeah, Nuggets were a very lukewarm choice. Not not happy about it. No history. Okay. So Sammy, it sounds like Sammy is a plus one and everybody else here is a minus one. Is that accurate? Or June's on the fence. <laughs> Seems like it. Rose sounds on the good. fence. All right. Sounds good. Game four, my Los Angeles Lakers at the Dallas Mavericks. They got it right because the fourth game is usually when I take my Christmas nap. And it's going to have a blowout there. Uh, you know, you know as, soon as, uh, as soon as JJ mentioned the Clippers, I was I, in my head, at the spur of the moment, I was going to say, I'm not going to rag on the Clippers because I don't want Sammy to be upset. You changed my mind entirely in the last three seconds. All right. I, what do you guys I, think? Ro? I think it's a pretty good matchup. I think it's, yeah? it was hard to give the Lakers like a true marquee team to play against because we have no idea what these Lakers are going to look like and I feel like the Mavericks like matchup wise against this Lakers squad I think it'll be a close game so I think that's what they were really looking for with the Lakers instead of like history like if it was like Lakers Warriors or Lakers Boston like that could be like a bloodbath yeah nah they didn't they didn't get it right we're gonna switch Mavericks versus Suns and fellas, Lakers versus Pelicans. Junior, you talk about unknown. How about Zion, the former number one pick against the true LeBron? Like LeBron versus Zion, that was always the comparison. You have AD playing his old team. You have CJ McCollum, Ooh. who's had history with Westbrook. That's true. That's you guys, hey. Hook me up with the job for scheduling next year. <laughs> I got the NBA, right? Yeah, there's actually, yeah, the more I you like look at it, Suns, Mavs, and then Lakers, Pelicans, or if you really wanted an, like an obvious rivalry game, you, Lakers, Clippers makes sense there too. But Lakers, yeah, Pelicans Lakers, Clippers makes, makes total sense, sense because I need out. Sammy's Christmas to be ruined. How's it going to be ruined? The Lakers haven't beaten the Clippers since Obama was president at this point. Luke, uh, it's because Luke, Luke sharpshooter canard out there is just raining threes, man. All right. Moving on to our final, our last and final game here, which I think is going to be special. The Grizzlies at the Warriors. And remember, I'm sure the Grizzlies will still have Draymond Green's quote up on the bulletin board by this time. So just remember that. All right. What do you guys think? This is a dub. This is a win, dude. I Everyone wants to see this. It's prime time. Like, it's it's got all the makings of, like, a new rivalry in the league. So I'm for it. 100% agreed. As am I. This is this was the easiest call probably the entire slate. Yeah, for sure. At least they didn't mess that one up. I mean, come right. on. Yeah. <laughs> that would like Warriors versus Grizzlies, the Wizards Wolves, or something. First round rematch. <laughs> See Bradley Beal against Steph Curry. All right. Well, sorry Wizards fans, but let's be real. All right. I have one dubber dud for you guys and all our viewers tonight. 
and we just want to see, we just wanted to know whether or not this is a win or a loss essentially so jason tatum steph curry lebron james rich paul i might add we're at draymond green's wedding he got married recently i think in the last i think it was this weekend and there are pictures circulating on the internet on lebron james instagram account and other accounts of them posting i think it was one of those what do you call them the photo photo booths mm-hmm. and they're doing all cut types of things they're they're fraternizing they're probably tampering for all we know like <laughs> i mean <laughs> great tampering location event but I just want to know if you guys think that's a dub or a dud. There's a picture up, as you guys can see it. There are a lot of other ones. That's probably the most sober one, I would say. I mean, it's cool that they're all hanging out and they're, they're homies. Uh, there's also part of me that, think, that thinks, you know, if this was the 90s, Jordan would definitely not go to Isaiah Thomas's wedding. <laughs> oh, that don't matter if the 90s no. or 2022. Jordan's still like going to Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. But I, I think it's cool that they're friends. I mean, I'm. Uh, it makes me smile that, you know, outside of the basketball court, that they're not only just cordial, but they're homies. Real question is, where the hell was KD if him and Draymond are so tight? <laughs> That's true. Or Dame. Oh. Or Dame. Yeah, yeah or Dame. Dame. Wow. He was at Dame's wedding. That's true. Okay, what's oh, that Dame's man. wedding? Yeah. Uh, the seeds. <laughs> I don't I don't know if it's a dub or dud to not have props at a at a photo booth. As you three are, are married, so you guys tell me. If you have a photo booth, do you have props? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the photo booth will provide them generally, the company does. <laughs> so you got do you guys wish you would have seen props with these players? Like LeBron James with like big glasses, a wig, or like a wig. Go- LeBron a with wig. a wig, a wig. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I think, think I would. Guys, they should have gotten the props that they use in that Harlem Shake that he did back when they were in Miami. Oh yeah, yeah. those would have yeah. been the props they needed. Like Birdman uh, could have been. You know, a uh, Jason Tatum with a collar because he choked. Oh, oh I'm sorry, something oh, bad. Ouch. Oh, ouch. ouch. So we lost all our Boston fans, that's for sure. That's... Sorry, I'm just, come on. I'm a Laker fan. I had to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All that right. was, that That left the, I'm sorry. That was, that was, that was too much. Did no, I cross the line? I crossed the line. All right. No, you're good. You're good. Okay, good. Good. Well, fellas, I don't know if you knew this, but this episode is the 100th episode. Congrats! Yes, we made it this far. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, yeah. just want wanted to give a special shout out to our listeners and our viewers. Uh, we appreciate you. And we have a little fun game. Um, in hockey, okay, if we were to apply some of the same etiquette of hockey to the NBA, I found this little kind of uh, cool thing that the NHL does that Sammy could back me up. So in ice hockey. They provide C's on jerseys, which stand for what, Sammy? Team captain. Team captain. And then they also provide another letter, which is an A, which is what, Sammy? Alternate captain. Alternate captain. So the C for captain on the jersey, as some of you might have seen for those hockey fans, is for captain, obviously. And those players that have the C are usually responsible for their team's behavior during the games. Uh, 
They're role models. They lead by example. And when it comes to respect, sportsmanship, and morality, they're they're basically the person on the team that represents that. Now, we're gonna have some examples of teams. You're gonna either pick C for captain or A for alternate captain. And for the rules, or just to, just as a heads up, the captain doesn't necessarily have to be the best player, but they have to be the best role model, leader, and so on. So does everyone get that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So imagine yep. that Got we it. apply these these rules to NBA teams, which I think would be pretty cool. But there's also a twist because with NBA players, they're also really sensitive, and if you don't give them the C. They might get a little pissed, right? So let's go ahead and we'll go with uh, the first team that I wanted to put out there, which is the 89 Pistons. In other words, they would be known as the what, fellas? Bad boy. The bad boys. Bad, bad boy. boy for life. You gotta say it like a uh, like Puff Daddy, which is bad boy. Bad boy. All right. <laughs> so you have Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. Bill Lambier and Dennis Rodman. So, I'm gonna say, obviously, I think everyone would pick Joe Dumars as the captain, right? I think there's an argument for Isaiah too. I think you could argue either way. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Well, especially back then, the point guard to me felt like the leader of a team in a lot of cases, and that version of the team, Dumars was so quiet that. I don't know if he would have been outspoken enough to lead that team. So I think you can throw the argument either way. So I'll throw that out there. Okay. If anyone good. agrees or disagrees. Good point. Good point. Who was who was the person that led the walkout against the Bulls? That was Isaiah. That was, that was Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas. That was Isaiah. <laughs> yeah. I would like to say that I I don't know my argument that it's probably Isaiah Thomas. And that's probably the biggest example that I have. That everyone followed that lead to leave. What do you guys think, John? Yeah, that's a great point. I, I mean, I would have to go with Isaiah Thomas. He obviously, I think there's just a bad perception of Isaiah because of his feud with Michael Jordan, and uh, he, he's obviously the inferior player, so he gets a lot of the bad rap. But based on kind of the game that we're playing and his. Attributes and his actions. I would say Isaiah Thomas is probably the captain, for sure. All right. In Mighty Ducks terms, you guys selected Charlie, who's going to be Banks then, the alternate <laughs> captain. I think it's Joe. Sammy, I, w- I would agree with that. Yeah, it's it's got to it, it can't be Rodman. There's no way it can <laughs> no, be Rodman. No way. And. Lambeer would be more if there was an E for enforcer, that would be his letter. He would. Yeah. He, yeah. That, that would be what he would be for me. Yeah, it's Dumars. Bill Lambeer was kind of a he was kind of a punk. And Dennis Rodman was I mean, this predated the Chicago Bulls, Dennis Rodman, but he, I'm sure he's still going to Vegas uh unannounced and <laughs> during the finals without permission. So Right. Alright, cool. Alright, we're gonna keep leveling up. So next on our list. The infamous 2004 Pacers, Malice in the Palace, baby. Can you imagine giving out C's and A's to this group of misfits? You got Ron Artest, you got Jermaine O'Neal, 
you got Stephen A. Jackson, and you got Peja Stoyakovich, but I don't think anyone on this team listened to him during his tenure there. So with that being said, who you're giving out your C and who you're giving out your A? I'll go with June first. Oh man, <laughs> this one's a tough one. Cause like they they all have to listen to this person. Yes. You know what I mean? And they have like they have to be like cool, calm, collected. Sometimes, at least. I want to say maybe Steven Jackson, but that's tough, man. I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't think anyone's going to listen to Peja. No, they didn't right? even like try. Yeah, I don't think they'd even try. I don't know. Someone help me out here. Based on, <laughs> based on the fact that I'm going to shout out all the smoke and how much I love that podcast. Steven Jackson seems the most well-spoken. I'm going to go yeah, I'm give him the stick. I, I think that's where I'm going. I just don't, like, I didn't even know Peja was on his team in 2004. <laughs> Yo, I, I'm sorry. I mean, like, I remember 2002 and the Sacramento Kings and everything. So I just don't, I mean, my Lakers whooped on that team. So maybe that's why I don't remember where he went after that. So I will say, and you're going to call me biased and say that I have this because he was a Laker and he won a championship. Oh, no. I'm going to go with Ron Artest. And the reason why I'm going to go with Ron Artest <laughs> is because I know that he is essentially the person that started the brawl, the brawl or the malice in the palace. But is he really? I mean, he got a cup. Yes, he hit the wrong guy, which he should not have done. But he got a cup thrown at him. And when he went after the crowd, all of the, the entire team backed him up and went in after him. So, you know what? They followed his lead. Maybe it wasn't the best decision. It was impulsive, but I'm gonna go with Ron Artest as the captain here. I don't care I'm what you speechless. Clinic, I'm speechless. Can anyone back up John? I'm trying I don't to need your backups. Incorpor- I need to incorporate that into the title of a fantasy football or basketball team <laughs> in the coming year. Yo, I don't All need right. your backups. We're gonna move forward. I think I'm gonna skip one team. Let's let's like really like make it interesting. We're gonna pick the previous season of the Nets. 2021 Nets comprised of KD, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, you got Nicholas Claxton, or Joe Harris, who didn't even touch the floor. Who do you give your C? <laughs> who do you give your A? I'ma have John start off this one now. Oh man, this one is uh, this is like subtraction by subtraction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like Kevin Durant has obviously now all his antics are popping up. He's trying to force. I mean, it's been done. Force where you want to play, but all the things that he says, his, his immaturity on social media, Kyrie is just out there. But, you know, for the most part, like, and he didn't get vaccinated, he didn't kind of, he stuck to his guns, though. And he, and for one thing, whether you agree with him or not, he actually, he stood for something. And whether or not you agree with it, I personally didn't agree with it. But I feel like he was true to himself, regardless of how people felt about it. And James Harden, I mean, he didn't really cause a ruckus, but he did, you know, well, he wanted to get traded and he did get traded. But he was probably the least 
he was probably the person on this team who caused the star on the team that caused the least amount of trouble. Claxton and Joe Harris. I don't think people will listen to them. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna say Kyrie, and that's wow. <laughs> you know, out of all the choices here, that's a tough one. So I'm gonna go with Kyrie Irving. <laughs> are Are we incorporating? herbs and nightclub life as part of our selection <laughs> then Kyrie gets the C and Harden gets the A accordingly <laughs> um, I honestly I, I'm, I'm going with Durant only because of those five actually of the three main stars he was the one who played the most which says something because he only played like 40 games <laughs> I have no other logic like I have no yeah. other thing to back it up that's only the only reason I'm going with him I'm not saying it's a strong argument it's all I got I'm going to go with John here. I'm going to go with Kyrie Irving. And oh, I think, my goodness. I Do you want to know why this team got swept in round one? Because we're having a discussion like this right <laughs> now. Really, it's just on. crazy. I wish, I wish I could not give it to anybody. Right. That's that's what I really want to do. But that, that would destroy the fun. I think it's Kyrie yeah. Irving. And my conspiracy theory is that he didn't play the year. And that's why this team went crumbling down. Is because they were missing their captain. So, there you go. I love that argument. I love sorry. I'm going, go with that. I'm going with Kyrie, man. I'm going, I'm with, going Kai. with that. I agree. I'm going with the flat earthers. Burn that sage. Get in that room and burn the sage. right now, man. <laughs> Hell you yeah. can't give the C to the guy who chose not to play. At least Katie <laughs> wanted to play. I'm going to just say that. I just All don't right. see him leading the team, though. That's... <laughs> You know what yeah, I mean? We're talking He's... about captain, dude. Captain, yeah. yeah. Yo, yo, do captains respond on social media to six-year-olds? No, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, last team, 2014 Lakers, with the star-studded roster of Wesley Johnson. <laughs> you got Jordan Hill. You got. Jeremy Lin, and you got Wayne Ellington. During this time, <laughs> if they handed out a C and an A, who would receive what? Jeremy Lin would get both the C and the A nod. He's the captain <laughs> and the alternate captain. You know what's awesome just about because this? Of, just because ahead, of insanity. Is that you didn't... Like, of the choices you gave us, there were some other cast of characters that would have been great to talk about. Nick Young is, is saying hello right now. He was also on this <laughs> team. Uh, yeah, I got to go with John. This has to be Jeremy Lin based on who actually did anything in the NBA of this group. <laughs> <laughs> I no cannot offense, believe guys. this was a 2014 oh Lakers. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. Well, because this was the year dude. that Kobe was hurt most of the year, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But this is still one of the worst teams, like rosters I've ever seen. Oh, I'm looking at the full Seriously. roster now. It's just there's a guard on the team named Vander Blue. <laughs> Man, no offense, can, just yeah. Anyway. I can't even pick anyone. Like I, I guess, like you, you've convinced me, John and Sammy, <laughs> Jeremy Lin. I, I guess that's the choice. I don't even know who A would be. Yeah. Does, does anyone have an A? Wayne Ellington, just because he's still playing in the league, I believe, and no one else is on this list. Yeah. That, I'm with it. 
Yeah, good, good choices, guys. I enjoyed uh, playing this game and conducting mini host for a little bit. Yeah, and that's actually yes, all you, we have for tonight's episode. I want to thank you three for being on. JJ, thanks for being on, man. Hey, thank you, everybody. It's good to be back with all five of us on the pod. It's nice. John, thanks for being on, man. Uh, thank you, and thank you for the 100th episode. It's been a sick ass ride. Sorry, uh, excuse my French. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Sammy, <laughs> thanks for being on, man. Thanks, man. Always good to be here. 100 episodes and strong moving forward. Yeah, absolutely. Also, shout out to our video producer, RJ, who's putting us on YouTube Live right now. Shout out to all those who are watching. Remember to rate, subscribe, and review. Like us on our Facebook group page, The Clinic All NBA Podcast, and follow us on Twitter at Clinic All NBA. I'm Rosa Panta. This is The Clinic All NBA Podcast. Come find us wherever you get your podcasts.